So you know all these microphones I keep buying? Uh, yes. And all these cables and mixing desks and stuff. Stephen, we have a delivery every day. Not quite. Uh, <laughs> every other day, perhaps. <laughs> no, every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I thought perhaps we should do something with them and, and do something like a podcast. Okay. What do you think? Okay. Should we give it a go? Can do. That sounds so exciting. Just get on with it. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the first ever Sam and Steve podcast. My name is Steve Vaughan. And I'm Sam Vaughan. And together we are Sam and Steve Photography. We are professional wedding photographers based here in Bicester in Oxfordshire. And we are uh, professional photographers. We've been working for about 10 years now as wedding photographers? Oh, a bit longer than that. Okay, we'll go into that in a bit, I'm sure. But <laughs> So the idea of this podcast that we've decided to come up with is really several, um, several fold, really. One is to be a source of information and help for couples out there who are thinking of getting married or are in the process of getting married. So on the show, we will have a guest interview each week and uh, many of those interviewees will be from the wedding industry suppliers that we know, people that we know and trust and that we've worked with on our, on our 200 plus weddings. Yes. Um, so we, we know anything from florists to cake makers to um, dress shops, uh, other photographers, uh, people who do the chair backs, every conceivable supplier you could possibly want. Ferret racing. Yes. <laughs> we, we did have a ferret racing uh, uh, supplier at a wedding this year. Oh, the smelly they were as well. That was the ferrets, not the bride and groom. <laughs> <laughs> um, back, back to the, the show. Um, we will also have, as Sam says, uh, have photographers on the show as well, although this won't necessarily be a photography show. We're not going to spend uh, 30 minutes talking about the nuances of photography, um, it's not really what we're aiming to do with the show, but we will do a little bit of photography speak, a little bit of bit of uh, interviews with other photographers, how they work, because photography is probably one of the biggest categories of wedding suppliers out there, and I think it's it's perhaps not the most e easiest to understand for a couple how different well, photographers work. Couples don't realise that there are different styles of photography. More often than not, when you ask them at a wedding fair whether they're given any consideration to what style of photography they want what they do like, what they don't like, what they're looking for in their photographer. They look at you with such a blank look that they haven't even considered yeah, it. I'm sure we'll get into that during the, during the show. We're also going to, from time to time, have um, people on the show that aren't necessarily from the wedding business or even from the world of photography. We do also want to give a, a, a platform for good causes that we, that we believe in, some local causes, some charities, some bi other businesses in the area that are... Um, businesses that we want to support but aren't necessarily wedding related or, or photography based as well but i'm sure more will become apparent as we go along with the show really it will so i'm conscious that our listener out there probably doesn't really know a lot about who we are and if we're going to have a regular podcast it might just be a good idea to actually talk a little bit about us to start with and who we are um, so as we've said before we're sam and steve uh, vaughan we, uh, we've got a family of five kids. Yes. So three are Sam's. Yep. 
to a mine from uh, previous weddings. They've all, weddings, previous marriages. Um, they've all grown up and left home, so um, we're we're just at home now with our two spaniels. And um, as Sam says, we've been wedding photographers now for for well over ten years, and it's perhaps worth just saying a few words about how we got there. I don't want to use the word journey; that's a bit corny. Uh, but how we've got to the stage where this year we photographed, or we will have photographed by the end of the year, over 50 weddings, really. So so what was the first wedding we did? I can't remember now. Babs. <clears throat> she was one of my work Babs colleagues. Babs, you too. Yes, Barbara. Uh, she was one of my work colleagues, and um, she was talking about photography because she knew that we both did a bit of photography. For fun at that um, stage, yeah. Yes. Um, and asked whether we'd be interested in photographing her wedding because she wanted somebody that she knew, really, because it was she'd feel more comfortable. Um, so I came home and asked Steve and his face went, oh my God. <laughs> Didn't quite need to change my underwear, but I wasn't far away. Uh. You, were, you were very, very unsure because mm. as we've said, you know, it's a one-off thing. You only get one opportunity at it on the day. Yeah. And if you mess it up, that's not good. I wasn't sure if we had the, the wherewithal, the knowledge, the gear, the ability to photograph a whole wedding really oh we didn't do that badly well i mean looking back on it now if we were to look at the photos now we'd probably cringe but yeah but um, it was about 12 years ago steve and we've come on a long way since then absolutely yeah i do remember taking a photo of barbara with a uh, a driver in her hand weaving it around (laughs) for some reason why why, why did we do that i can't remember (laughs) because we were outside doing group photos on the 18th um green and this guy was coming down with his wife playing golf. And as she went, as they went past, she ran out into the middle of the green shouting, hold on a second, hold on a second, grabbed his golf bag, grabbed a, a club out of his bag and stood to model taking a shot with this club shouting, Steve, take my photo. I'm sure the members love that. Yeah. <laughs> Mad bride actually, running around the golf course. They actually found it highly amusing because she was a bit barking anyway. Uh, yeah. Hi, Barbara, <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> so uh, from then on, I think we I think we quite enjoyed it really, didn't we? Yeah. Um, and then a few more of your work colleagues asked us to photograph their weddings. We were asked to do another one of my work colleagues' um, weddings. And from that, we were asked to do two other weddings that, of people that were guests at that wedding. Mm. And then you turned around and said, well, actually, if we're being asked to do weddings, then we can't be that bad at what we're doing. And more importantly, we better start charging for it. Yeah. (laughs) Ever the salesman. Yeah, no comment. Thank you you very much. Um, So move on about four years, I think, five years. And you were looking to quit your job at the time. You were running two innovation centers. And I think you were finding that you perhaps wanted to do something a bit different. Yes, it was a bit of a tough time. Um, I was under a lot of pressure. Um, and you came up with the idea of taking on the photography business full time. So we came up with a brand name. We called ourselves SSV Photography. That's very imaginative, our initials. Um, and you know, for, for two or three years, we started to, to build it up quite nicely. Um, but then I, I didn't really like the name. It sounded a little bit like we were an insurance company or something yeah well <laughs> the thing was people knew us as sam and steve anyway well what is our names exactly <laughs> so you know trying to explain that we're ssv 
salmon steve will stick a lot easier than ssv hence why we then changed our name to salmon steve photography so that was a rebrand a new website new new logo new business cards um but i think looking back it was probably one of the best things we ever did really yeah it also went along it made sense with our style of photography as well it was less corporate okay i wasn't sure what you meant by that then okay so well you perhaps just want to say a few words what you mean about that then really so how how does our photography not be corporate? What do you mean by that? We are what they call documentary style wedding photographers. So we're storytellers. So we do a lot more candid shots. We don't do any real posed photos. We'll do one or two, but that's about it as far as it goes on the day. Yep. Most of our time is just watching what's going on, listening to what's going on, um, capturing moments and just storytelling what's happening during the day. So if you've been to a wedding where the photographer kind of grabs the bride and groom and takes them off and you don't see them again for two hours, uh, which we've, we've been to, yeah, um, or you have to wait while 45 group shots are taken, um, or there's this guy running around in the church with uh, two cameras and a load of flash guns and generally making himself uh, uh, a distraction, then we don't do any of that, that's, do we? <laughs> that's the exact opposite to what we are and, and how we work. Well, I think if we had to do that, I'd pack up. Yes. I'd, I'd become a plumber. I don't think, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure about the plumber bit, though. No, okay, you've seen my plumbing. Um, I've just seen your handiwork generally. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Thank you. We do have a half-painted house and a half-wired house and a and half-built house. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so that's pretty much how we work, but perhaps it might be better just explaining to, um, to the bride listening to this on the phone, who, on, the, on the podcast, shall I say, who's thinking of uh, getting married or is planning a wedding right now, um, a little bit more about how the day runs and how we work, really. So just describe, you know, with me a typical day and how we work together. So normally I start at least a couple of hours before you. Um, yeah, I get a lie. <laughs> yeah, because uh, um, I start, I go and, and wherever the girls are getting ready, whether it be at a hairdressing salon, whether it be at a hotel, whether it be at home, at the parents, I go along there um, and basically photograph as they're having their hair and makeup done uh, with the bridesmaids, however many there are. And anybody else who's there as well, really. We had a wedding uh, not so long ago where there must have been about 25 people in the house at one point. It was absolute chaos. Wow. <laughs> there was a, there was a, a a long line of sausage and bacon sandwiches being made. <laughs> See, I never get that. I never get any food in the morning. But anyway. Oh yeah, but you leave you you leave early. You can have something to eat before you leave home. Well, okay. Uh, and yeah, I'm normally with the guys. Let's let's make the assumption that it's a bride and groom wedding. We do we do have a fair number of um, groom and groom and bride and bride weddings, of course. But uh, uh, with the assumption that we're talking a bride and groom wedding for a second, I'm normally with the guys. Uh, probably about an hour and a half after you are. And groom prep isn't quite as exciting as bridal prep, perhaps. You know, we don't uh, get quite as much uh, opportunities for uh, for creative photography. But then I have been down to local barbers i've been to the golf course i've been for a fry up um i've been just to the pub generally so the guys normally do find something to do uh, normally they're hanging around for a, a couple of hours getting ready way too early and needing to uh, to entertain themselves so so uh, yeah you do bridal prep i do the groom prep and then what happens after that well you normally because the, the guys normally tend to get to the venue um about an hour before 
the the, the actual ceremony. Yeah, typically. Uh, so they're there uh, to capture the guests as they arrive, say hi to the guests, um, welcome them to the day. I always have to smile with that word capture. It sounds like we're kidnapping them. Yes, dear. <laughs> well, it does. Yeah. I mean, if, if, you're not, if you're not a photographer, the word capture sounds like uh, I'm going to steal the bridegroom away so he can't get married. Yes, dear. Rather vivid imagination. Well, just, you know, English, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> okay. Uh, so I normally leave uh, when the bride leaves um, and the bridesmaids. So I normally get to the venue when they arrive or a few minutes before fracturing a few speed limits on the way well it, the, I tend now I did have one occasion where I used my sat nav to get from the house to the, uh, the venue and ended up getting there five minutes after they did if you recall I do recall and so now I, I don't do that I literally go with the bridesmaids and the bride so yeah. more often than not you are outside ready for when the bride arrives and then yeah. I made, make a last minute dash to get there so we've invested in a couple of Apple Watches, which sounds very nerdy, but they're actually very useful on the day because we can communicate surreptitiously. Uh, and if Sam is running a little bit late and needs me to be at the front of the venue, my preferred position to be at this stage is at the front with the groom looking for photos of a nervous groom. But if Sam is running late, then she'll send me a little message, a text or a little walkie-talkie message to the, to the Apple phone. We look like secret agents talking into our watches. Well, speak for um, yourself. <laughs> but it, 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 it has been a worthwhile thing, rather than getting phones out in the middle of the church and um, making a big scene about uh, communicating. So, um, But yes, that's, that's, that's quite correct. I'm normally positioned at the stage at the front of the church. Uh, let's assume it's a church wedding for a second. Um, with the groom, the groomsmen, waiting for the bride to arrive. And normally I know when uh, um, we're about to kick off because Sam will come in at the back of the church with a bag, position herself somewhere um, ready for when the, the, the bride comes in with her, her father or whoever's giving her away. Yeah, so I normally kind of hide behind the guests because obviously the um, the vicar or if it's a re- if it's a registrar will actually ask the guests to to stand ready yep. for when the bride comes down the aisle. So I can hide behind them uh, as she comes in and goes down the aisle. And then as soon as she's got to the bottom, I tend to go into the aisle and sit on the floor towards the back so that you can't see me on your photos but then I can't see you on my photos. But we've got two angles then for photos during yep, the ceremony. Absolutely. And uh, over the years, yeah, we've probably photographed well over 200 weddings now, but over the years, we've developed like a sixth sense of making sure we're not in each other's photos. I will get an occasional gesture from the back of the church. Or a glare. Or a glare. Not, <laughs> the gesture isn't always, uh, gesture isn't always um, rude. Sometimes no, it's it just a point. <laughs> it's just a point. Which means Shift. Get the hell out of my photo, it means. <laughs> Shift your arse. Mm, something like that. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm normally just to the side so I can get that photo of um, um, the bride and groom giving themselves tender looks and exchanging of the rings and all those kind of things. It's perhaps just worse for um, um, for a bit of clarity, uh, talking a little bit about how we've had some experiences in recent times with vicars, ministers, members of the clergy, whatever the correct expression is, really. And, uh, you know, we, we love a good church wedding. It's really good to to belt out a few hymns. We used to sing in choirs, did we not? We did. Um, I was a tenor once before my voice dropped as I got older. And uh, yeah, belting a few hymns out in church is great fun, and we do love a good church wedding. But we've had issues in recent times with um, some vicars who are very 
cautious to the point of being downright negative about photography during the during the church uh, wedding yes which is which is uh, quite awkward at times that we can be i mean obviously we'll adhere to whatever they say and we will do whatever we're told but there has been an occasion where we've been banished to the back of the church and you can't really see anything when you've got bridesmaids standing behind the bride and the groom during the actual main part of the service. Absolutely, yeah. We did have a wedding a few weeks ago just like that, really. But you did sort of sneak around the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, to be fair to uh, to the members of, of the cloth, um, many of them would tell us that the reason for these rules are because they've had some very bad experiences in the past. And uh, I tend to think this would be when they've had... Um, family members photographing weddings or part-time photographers who possibly don't know how to behave, if that's the right way of putting it. Um, you know, perhaps we'd take lots of flash photos and move around. Um, and you know, we're very mindful that a church wedding is a religious service. It's a um, an important moment, and our job there is to, to use the word again, capture it, but not in any way to interfere or to be visible during that process, really. Yeah, it's like... If, if you've only got one photographer, they will be moving around during the ceremony to get the different angles, to get the different looks. Yep. We stay exactly where we are from the beginning of the service right the way through to the end of the service and don't move at all. I always make the joke that I'm six foot two and slightly overweight, but otherwise I'm invisible during the day. I don't say I wouldn't say you're invisible. <laughs> okay. Definitely wouldn't say you're invisible. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> slightly overweight is perhaps a slight understatement as well, but... Um, yeah, no, I can I can totally sympathise with, with vicars who've had that kind of experience. But we did have one um, a, a couple of weeks ago at a church near Ellsbury, and she was great, wasn't she? She was brilliant. She was taking selfies of herself with the with the bride. Um, and, and yes, you know, she had a she had a rule. She still wanted me to be rightly to be uh, a reasonable distance away from the actual ceremony, uh, not to photograph through prayers, which we never would do anyway. Um, and to just generally respect the the, the the service. And of course, we did that. But no, she was she was really good fun. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about what happens then with what I call drinks and nibbles time. So uh, the, the, the ceremony's taken place, church or registry office, and everybody's come out. There might have been a bit of confetti. And then people are milling around with a drink and a, and a sausage roll or a, or a canapé or something. Canapé, darling, not a sausage roll. It's a canapé. A sausage roll where I come from. Yeah, well, you're from the black country. What do you expect? <laughs> um, yes, moving on. Um <laughs> Now that's one of my favourite times of the day, really, when um, when we can sort of mingle amongst uh, the bride, uh, the bride and groom's guests, look for candles, looking for people hugging and embracing, laughing, fighting. No, no dear. That, that's only black country weddings, obviously. Um, <laughs> apologies if you're from the black country. So am I, um, or near enough. Um, <laughs> so, um, and this is where perhaps we will just talk a little bit about camera gear at this stage. So. Um, we used to use, like many wedding photographers, we used to use Canon DSLRs, sort of big, uh, big um, mirror, um, mirrored cameras, quite loud shutters, and with quite la uh, quite large lenses. And we found at this stage that using those cameras was a bit of a drawback, really. Yeah, people saw the camera before they saw you. Uh, they'd see the camera coming, and you've immediately lost that moment because they'll either pose 
for the photo yeah or they'll hide their faces because they don't want their photo taken yeah don't take my photo or please don't take my photo or they'll give us a cheesy grin and the whole idea of the way we want to work is that we want to, to again to use the word capture the moment but not in any way change it really and we made a decision four years ago to move to using Fujifilm mirrorless cameras, which are much smaller, quieter, lighter. A lot lighter. A lot lighter, <laughs> particularly if you've been photographing for 12 hours. And uh, the one I like to use at this stage very much is the Fujifilm X100F, which is a very small fixed lens um, leaf shutter camera. So it's very quiet and very um, inconspicuous, really. It's often smaller than some of the cameras the guests are using on the day. But it's really high quality, great lens, great images, and it just means that we can be mingling around at that stage with minimal intervention to what's going on. Yes, and it also means, because there's the two of us, um, we can be in different places at different times. So one of us can actually be with either the groom or the bride or both of them if they're together more often than not they're separate as they're talking to different people but then the, the other one can be over the other side of wherever we are whether it be outside or whether it be in a, a room somewhere so we're capturing different moments with different people all the time yeah absolutely so um next stage of the, of the day normally would be a wedding breakfast as, as we call it in this country sit down meal or a, or a buffet of some sort and and usually there's some speeches as well and uh, when we when it gets to the speeches again we work together on those so i typically photograph the person giving the speech and sam looks for people's reactions yes so i'm gauging the room the rest of the room and capturing the uh, looks on people's faces during whatever's being said during the speech there was an occasion a, um, a couple of years ago now where the um the maid of honor was looking at the bride with this horrified look on her face after the best man had said something as if to say oh my god did you know that had yeah, happened yeah, i remember that i remember the photo on that one <laughs> and then this is a stage where um, we will if the bride and groom wanted want us to we will take a you know 10 minutes worth of portraits we're not we're not so um pure documentary that we won't do a few a few portraits we wouldn't claim to be great portrait photographers is not what we're about and if and if bride and grooms want an hour's portraits of the two of them then we tell them to book somebody else we just tell them to have a little walk along uh, enjoy being married for 10 minutes and we'll take some photos of them and we'll try and make them laugh and enjoy the process really but then we get on to what i consider is my favorite part of the day really which is the dancing not that i can dance no but you don't have to make a fool of yourself having a go at it <laughs> I have been known to time a tie around my head before now, it's been said. Yeah, yeah no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I think when, when the partying kicks in, we can have a bit of fun with people. I've never understood why many wedding photographers will pack up on, after the first dance. We, we always stay for at least an hour. We, we enjoy mingling amongst the guests on the dance floor when they've had a drink or two and have a bit of fun with them, really, particularly if it's a bit of good rock music that I can get down to. Yeah. Um, and we won't leave until the bride and groom are happy for us to go. Uh, sometimes later on in the evening, they'll have sparklers or fireworks. So we'll make sure we stay and, and photograph that as well. But we will, if there's, I mean, it depends on what's happening. Because sometimes you'll, you'll come to a wedding and in the evening, the, dance, the dancing won't be happening that much. There'll be one or two people that are on the dance floor all night and everybody else is just chatting. There is one venue I can think of that I like a lot in the Cotswolds, but the bar is right the other side of the hotel to the dance floor yeah so uh, that does uh, create some problems that people will go on the dance floor for first uh, first dance and then all clear off to the bar and have a drink or two afterwards and there's only so many pictures that you can take of the same people doing the same thing all evening i have to say that it, it, it's a beautiful venue and it does kick off as the day as the night goes on so 
but yes, the, the dancing is my favourite part of the day. I like to play around with different flash effects, and it's the only time of the day we use any flash and you know, play around with different shutter speeds and things and um, have a general play into, and, and, and enjoy myself, really. So so that's typically how a wedding would run during the day, really. I think we're typically with our bride and groom about 12 hours. I can be up with them up to 14 hours. Yeah, you can sometimes. That's a long day. It depends on how early they... I mean, often you'll find that bridesmaids and brides start having their hair and makeup done from half six, seven o'clock in the morning. I always say I'm not going to be there that early. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but um, I'm more often than not with my bride from about half eight, nine o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, you do get a chance then to get that general sort of, as you say, melee of what's going on and uh, uh, the whole sort of comings and goings during the morning, really. So so we um, that's what we do, really. We're, uh, we're passionate about what we do. Um, we like to think we're quite good at it. We've won a couple of awards, which, awards, which are quite nice as well to, uh, to have on the wall. And I guess the main reason we decided to do this podcast is that we've made a lot of good friends in this wedding industry. We've met a lot of people whose work we really expect, really respect and really enjoy working with. And we're going to have some of those people on the show over the next few weeks. Yes, starting with the cake maker. Yep, so next, the next episode will be Karen Thomas of Cakes by Kit. And um, often we meet her um, for an interview at her lovely house and where she makes all her cakes um, tomorrow. Looking forward to recording that interview. Uh, and that'll go out on the show in a few weeks' time. So. so that's been our first podcast. That's the first Sam and Steve podcast. I hope you've enjoyed the show. It'll be a regular feature every week uh, on all the key podcast vehicles and channels that you can find. Perhaps we should just finish the show off by saying a little bit about where people can find out more about what we do. So our website is www.samandstevephotography.com Said with a cough. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, our, uh, our Facebook is Bista Photos. And Instagram is Sam and Steve Photography. And Twitter. Sam and Stevie. Correct. That's where you can find more about what we do and who we are. So thanks for listening to the show and we look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye for now. Yeah, bye for now. Bye for now.